April 25th, 2022. We're in Masechet Sanhedrin and Daf Samech Daled Amud Aleph, several lines from the bottom of the Mishnah. This next Mishnah continues in uh, describing and uh, detailing the halachot, which we read about really some time ago in Daf Nun Gimal. The Mishnah in Daf Nun Gimal told us there are many circumstances where a person does something and they'll be liable to sikila. And the beginning of that list had Avodah Zarah. We spent some time talking about Avodah Zarah. Then on that list, after Avodah Zarah, the Mishnah mentioned Hama'avir et binot la molech. If a person hands over his child to molech, molech ostensibly is Avodah Zarah. And this Mishnah will describe a specific, according to one opinion, type of Avodah Zarah, or, or alternatively, an altogether different type of worship, which is also forbidden, and if a person does so, it's hayav sekilah. So here it is, the Mishnah tells us, hanoten mizar'o lamolech, if a person gives from his offspring, gives one of his children, lamolech, and again, that name is a name we're supposed to be familiar with already, it's mentioned in the Torah in two places, molech milashon melech, people have crowned, have given the monarchy, so to speak, to this being, to this avodah zarah, the person hands his child over, the Mishnah says the only circumstance wherein you'll be hayav, not that it's asur, but your hayav sekila, is if the person both hands over the child to molech, and Rashi explains, based on the Gemara, it means you handed it over to the Mishareteh HaMolech. Which means to say you had the helpers, you had the ministers of the Molech, you took your child, and you first handed your child over to those ministers. But not only did you do so, you furthermore were Ma'avir Ba'esh, you furthermore crossed over your child, and we'll talk about exactly what that means, you crossed over your child on the fire, uh, but you need to do both of those actions. Number one, hand over the child to Mishareteh HaMolech, to the Mishareteh, the uh, helpers, the ministers of the Avodah Zarah of the Molech. And secondly, the person uh, who's liable for, pun- for, uh, for punishment also needs to be Ma'avir Ba'esh. Now what the Gemara will discuss is exactly what this looks like. And we're not really describing what it looks like, we're just describing two stages in the process. Hopefully the Gemara and Damut in a short time will tell us exactly what that looked like. Says the Mishnah in fully elaborating and making clear what this looks like. What if a person was Masar Lamolech Velohe Evir Ba'esh? Person handed over the child to the Misharetim, to the ministers of the Avodah Zarah, but didn't actually take the child over themselves. Or alternatively, or if a person took the child, was ma'avir the child over the fire, or passed the fire, but didn't hand the child over to the misharetim as well. It's a two-pronged, dual-staged attack over here. It needs to be two things that were done. Number one, Netina misirala molech, and number two, ha'avara ma'avir et benola molech. The Gemara will derive that from Pesukim, but that's what it is. What's that? It is a bit repetitive. The Mishnah doesn't suffice in telling us just this is what needs to be done. The Mishnah says this is what needs to be done, and if it was done in this way or that way, it's not good as well. Aruch Laner and others pick up on that redundancy. What seems to be clear from the Mishnah is the Mishnah is not only telling us, if I'm not mistaken, Aruch Laner makes this point. It's not only telling us that it's a dual uh, activity, it's also telling us the order of the activity. In other words, that's the next words in the Mishnah. The next words in the Mishnah are coming to be. Mosif, uh, one extra thing, and that is that there's an order. It needs to be a handoff and then a passing through. Okay. So, so, so 
Is this, what is this have been a problem for people like ministers and churches? It's an interesting question, but uh, two things. Firstly, there's no, no because there's no ish and there's no, and that, that's there's several things. Secondly, uh, we have to understand that in the context of Christianity, although we do treat them and the halakha, we expect them to be of the avodah zarah. It's not always so clear, especially when I'm dealing with Protestants who aren't as accepting of the Trinity and so forth. And um, and and thirdly, on that list, is oh, well, thirdly, it's, it's under duress and not so clear in that circumstance. I mean, there are several other things that we'll need to, and, and the fourth, and perhaps most important, is this first discussion in the Gemara. This first discussion in the Gemara will be, is this specifically to Molech, or is this to any Avodah right? In other words, and, and what, will that, what will really be at play over there? Well, what we learned in the Gemara until now was that the Darkeha Avodah if it's the ways of Avodah those will be accessible, those will be uh, liable in all circumstances. If it's Zoveah or Mekater, that's the slaughtering, or Mekater is what's it called, uh, burning it, uh, roasting it, and so forth. In those circumstances, everybody agrees you're Hayab. Then there are the Sheloke Darka, that's what's not fully clear in those circumstances whether you'll be liable or not. Is this considered Kiddarka? Is this Derech When the Torah mentions this, is it mentioning it by Molech? But if you went and did it to, I don't know, Baal Peor or to Markolis or to any other Avodah would you be liable as well? That's really the first discussion here in the Gemara Yestan. Why would you pay the child over time? Why would you do any of this Avodah Why would you do any of this? Worshipping that. Right, but maybe it's worshipping specifically what's called molech, as opposed to anything else. And so he's talking about in the context of a church, lemashal, but you know, we don't need to go that far to Baal Peor, to Markolis, or anything else. Would that be the way of Avodah Zarah as well? You, you grew not you. This person grew up in a town where they did it with molech, and you now encountered another one. You did it with your homegrown way. Is that liable or not? That's, that, I know, it doesn't sound that relevant. Maybe not. But anyway, it says the Gemara of Katane, the Mishnah, on Dafnun Gimal mentioned, it stated, Avodah Zarah Katane Molech. It mentioned both the Isur of Avodah Zarah, which is liable by Sekila, but then afterwards, this is the way we began the class this morning, I reminded you of this Mishnah. Afterwards, it said explicitly, Molech. Seems a little redundant. If it's a way of, it's really Stanley's question just a moment ago, if this is a way of Abu Dazara, which it appears as if it is, Molech is just a derivative of Abu Dazara, why mention both in the Mishnah? Why mention both Abu Dazara and Molech? Yes? Who has to not do the edge? The the then the Got it. Then the parent needs to take it back and then take them over. That's, that will be clear both from Pesukim and the Gemara will make that clear from Beraita. But it says the Gemara, why is the Mishnah in a redundant way first mentioning Abu Dazara and then telling us Molech? Tosafot gets a little bit nervous. Tosafot says, but we saw this already. We already saw in the Mishnah, in that same Mishnah, we saw that the way of the Baal Peor was in one way and we saw the way of Markolis, remember the rock throwing was another way. So the Gemarat shouldn't be bothered over here. We know, that's what the Mishnah does. The Mishnah over there told us Abu Dazarah, and then later on it described two ways of Abu Dazarah. So here's another one. Tosafot explains, well, those two circumstances were describing the activity. The Mishnah read as follows. It said, a person who does Abu Dazarah, and then when we finished our long list, we told you some of the activities of Abu Dazarah. This is not so. 
Right? In other words, over here it said Avodah Zarah and Molech. And then it told me other things that Yahya have the Sekila for. And then it told me the ways of Avodah Zarah. It didn't say Avodah Zarah, Molech, Baal Peor, Markolis, and so forth. That's what's, being, that's what's bothering the Gemara over here. What's bothering the Gemara is in your initial list, not when you gave me the details. In the initial list, it said Avodah Zarah and Molech. It appears as if. Molech is different than Avodah Zarah, quite the opposite, says Tosafot. Baal Peor and Markolis were not initially mentioned, they're only an explanation afterwards. Over here, however, Katane Avodah Zarah, the Katane Molech says the Gemara, Amar bi Avin, Tenan Keman de Amar, Molech, Lav Avodah Zarahi. Our Mishnah seems to be uh, leading us in the direction, we'll see one or two beraitot which do as well, that molech, and we'll see an opinion who explicitly states so, is not a regular way of avodah zarah. It's a hawk of the non-Jews who worship in such a fashion, but, and the most critical, important detail for us means that if you were to then do ha'avara ba'esh to another avodah zarah, it's not considered avodah zarah. This is its own category. What's that? No, no, that's why I'm being careful in the way I'm explaining it on purpose. It's not that it's not Avodah Zarah at all. It's that it's not the regular category of Avodah Zarah. So yes, you need to anoint and you need to crown or whoever needs to this idol, this being. And we'll see in a second, it doesn't even need to be an idol. It could be a rock, it could be a, a twig and so forth or whatever, but it, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a king actually. It's this type of crowned uh, being. But that's, that's the detail. So that's what we're referring to when we say it's lav avodah zarah. It says the Gemara de Tanya, after all we have a beraita, and this is where you see it explicitly, ehad la molech ve'ehad lishar avodah zarah hayav. The first opinion, that of the Hachamim say, and this is the Stanley claim, the person walked in front of, I don't care what, and uh, lit a fire, and we'll discuss how so, and did this whole funny thing in front of it. You're telling me that's not Avodah Zarah? I'll tell you that is Avodah Zarah, but it's not Derech Avodah Zarah. And if it's not Derech Avodah Zarah, you're not going to be Hayab. Say the Hachamim, absolutely not. If the Torah told me this way of Avodah Zarah, that is a major categorical way of Avodah Zarah, and as a result, Ehadla Avodah Zarah, if a person were to be Ma'avir and Moser, he's Hayab Sekilar. says, absolutely not, it's not so. La Molech Hayab, Shelo La Molech Patur, period. He says, Darke Avodah Zarah, we already, as Rashi fills in the gaps over here, we already have a Pasuk, Echaya Avdu, we have the Pasuk in Sefer Devarim, which tells me if you do Darke Avodah Zarah, if you do the ways of Avodah Zarah, so then you're liable to death penalty. We know that already. The Torah doesn't tell me the way of Baal Peor. The Torah doesn't doesn't tell me the way of Markolis. The Mishnah tells me that. The fact that the Torah goes out of its way to tell me the way of the Molech, that if you're Ma'avir, if you're Moseh, La'esh, the fire, that's already telling me, says Rabbi Al-Azab, Rabbi Shimon, this is different than other types of Avodah Zarah. As a result, if you did this way of worship to another Avodah Zarah, you're not going to be liable to death penalty. Could you? Should you be doing that? Absolutely not. But you're not tired. This is the Mahluk. It says the Gemara in turn, our Mishnah on Dafnun Gima, 10, 11 pages ago, which told us Avodah Zarah and Molech. It was this opinion. It was Rabbi Shimon. It was telling us that Avodah Zarah is different than what we call Molech. It's not to say Molech is a walk in the park. It's not to say Molech is not Avodah Zarah. It's a different category of Avodah Zarah. Yes. Every Avodah Zarah has its own way. If you don't do it exactly that way, 
That's correct. There are certain universal ways, though. That's the critical point. There are certain universal ways. We saw that in the Mishnah earlier as well. If you zoveach, if you slaughter, if you did any of the avodot penim, remember, if you did any of the things we would do in the Mishkan to avodazara, hayab. The question is, is this another one? Now, it's true, we didn't bring animals and just bring them through fire in the Mishkan, but maybe the fact that the Torah mentions this one as well tells you to add it to the list. That's the Hachamim's opinion. Rabbi Azab Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Says the Gemara, Amar Abayeh, Abayet uh, ex- explains or, or continues this so he says Rabbi Azab Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Hanina ben Antuninu Antignos Amru Davar Echad says this opinion Rabbi Azab Rabbi Shimon that Molech has its own category what Rashi calls Hok Akum the Hok of the non-Jews and others don't talk, call it a regular category of but its own category he is uh, a similar or identical to the opinion of Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos says the Gemara I know who Rabbi Azab Rabbi Shimon is you just cited him in the Mishnah. He told me in the Mishnah just a moment ago that if you were Ma'avir, Moser, Het, Beno, Laesh, some other Avodah you're not going to be liable. Rabbi Lazab, Rabbi Shimon, had the Amaran, Zesha Amaran, that's the one we told us. Who's Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos? De Tanya, Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos, Omer, the Braitha tells us his statement, Mipene ma tafesa Torah lashon molech. Why is it the Torah talks in this wording of molech? Already that question is a funny question. What do you mean, why does it call it molech? That's the uh, avodah zarah. Mm, it's more than that. It's because the lashon molech is telling you the way in which you create this category. Kol shihim lichuhu alehim. It's any circumstance, any being, any entity, which was nimlach, which they crowned, which they made their king. Afilu seror, even if it's a stone, a pebble. Afilu kesam, even if it's a twig. Now, what's that telling me over here with regards to his opinion? His opinion seems clear that the way in which you do this avodah zarah, the ma'avir, the moseret beno ba'esh, taking the child, moving it through the fire, and we'll discuss again the exact details how it's done, is specifically and only if it's done to an entity known as molech, if it's done to another entity called ba'al peor, called Marcolis, called whatever, you name it, you're not going to be hayat. That's his statement. Clearly, he's telling us this has its own category. It's not a general category of avodah. It's its own category. I don't know, Lehavdil, you know, there's, uh, there are certain Hasidim who claim that they have the real brand of Judaism. You and I might say it's just a brand of Judaism. We have Saradim, we have Ashkenazim, we have Hasidim, we have this type of Hasidim, we have that type of There's certain Hasidim, whether they say it explicitly or not, they believe we are the only true identity of Judaism. Well, that, uh, maybe there's certain Syrians who believe that way as well. Everyone's wrong if they believe that. Anyway, we're all different, we're all different, under the same category. Lehavdil mamash, but that's the same idea over here. The question is, is this all falling under the same banner, or is it its own category? In other words, can you intermingle with us, quote-unquote, in the positive sense? Can you intermingle in the negative sense? That's what's taking place. Bad example. All right, anyway, says the Gemara, Rava Amar, Molech Arai, Ika Benay, Rava said, and that's not exactly the same thing. I'll tell you why it's not exactly the same thing. Rava says that the difference between these two opinions, Rabbi Azab, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Hanina, Ben Antignos, it's true. Both of them admit and believe that Molech is not a regular Avodah Zarah, but they do have a difference between the two. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Azab, Rabbi Shimon, his opinion is that it needs to be a solid and accepted Molech. 
It can't just be Heke, you and I came along the road and we decided this is going to be our Molech. That's what we call Arai, that's what we call temporary. We just all of a sudden determined this on the spur of the moment. That's not going to be Avodah that's not going to be Sekilah according to the Azah Bir Bishimon. It's only according to this second opinion, Bihanina Ben Antignos, that even what we call Molech Arai, something that's temporary, spur of the moment, we, we crowned our God, our king, that would be Hayav as well. But when all the dust settles for our purposes over here, what we saw in the initial stages of the Gemara's, a mahluk between Bil Azab Rabbi Shimon, in parentheses, and this other opinion, Bihanina bin Antignos, versus Hachamim about whether we consider Molech just part of the larger identity of Avodah Zarah, and therefore Ma'avir and Moseret Beno for any other Avodah Zarah's Hayav Sekila, it's a regular worship, or alternatively, it's its own type of worship. Says the Gemara, Amar Biyanai, let's talk a little bit more broadly, says the Biyanai, let's understand the Mishnah. I know I explained to you the Mishnah, but the Gemara has not yet explained to us the Mishnah. The Mishnah mentioned two things, Moser and Ma'avir. The Pesukim in the Torah mentioned two things, Moser and Ma'avir. Moser to hand over, Ma'avir to pass through. What are we talking about? Who are we passing over? Who are we passing over to? That's what I told you from the Mishnah already. Rashi helped us with that. When we talked about being ma'aviret beno la molech, what does it mean you're handing it over to the molech? I mean you're handing it over to the avodah zarah. means you're handing it over to the ministers of the avodah zarah. How do you know so? La molech. It's a derasha in those last two words. Lehaavir to be passed over. La molech to the molech. So it's a little bit removed from your child. Do not give to be passed over to the molech. Oh, if the pasuk was telling you, don't pass your child over to the molech. Just say it like that. Lo taavir et binecha la molech. You cannot pass your child. Instead, the pasuk says, Lo titen lehaavir la molech. Don't give to be passed over to the Molech. I mean, there's someone in between. Who's in between? The Misharete Avodah Zara, the, uh, the uh, what do we call it? The ministers of the Avodah Zara. Tanyana Mehache says the Gemara, that's Rabbi Anai's statement. Rabbi Anai is one of the Emoraim. Lucky him, he was Mechaveh, he was able to understand the Pasuk in the Torah and give it as a source to our Mishnah Halacha, but it's really already found in the Beraita, and Tanya means Beraita, Nameh means also Hache, like this. Yachol says the Beraita, is it possible He'evir, is it possible that if you pass over your child, you hand over your child, but you didn't also pass it over the fire, you'd be hayav sekila? Again, Amishnah told us both. Tamud lomar, lotiten. The pasuk says explicitly, lotiten, don't give. Means the giving is necessary. Masar lomolech velo ha'evir yacholi hayav. What if you took your child, lo alen, and you handed it over to the misharetim, to the ministers, but the ministers didn't then accept? They didn't then do anything. Tamud Omar, Leha'avir. The Pasuk says explicitly the child needs to be, Leha'avir needs to be two activities. Masar Veha'avir, Shelo Lamolech. Yachol Yehayav, Tamud Omar, Lamolech. What if you were handed over but it wasn't done to the Molech? Success explicitly needs to be the molech. Masar behavior la molech velo ba'esh. What if you handed over the child, but uh, and uh, there was there was it, there was an activity which was done for the molech, but without fire. Is that liable, or is fire a necessary component? Now this is the interesting thing. It never explicitly says by the molech fire. We've been talking about fire. I've told you fire. 
We've mentioned and we've accepted it. Where did we come up with fire as being a necessary component in this activity? It's a On one hand, the pasuk says, "By molech, don't pass over Avir, your child to uh, to the molech." And then the pasuk says separately, without mentioning the the specific avodazara, you should not. It will not be found amongst you in your midst someone who passes their son or their daughter over through the fire. So the derasha is that the passing over over there is identical to the passing over over here. The same way the passing over of there was through fire, so too over here by molech, malehalan ba'esh, afkan ba'esh. Right, so that much I think we've established. So what have we established? What have we made clear with regards to the way of avodazara of this molech? Number one, there needs to be a two-pronged approach. It needs to be both first handing to the misharetim. It needs to be, so to speak, lishma. It needs to be clear about what you're doing. You're handing it over for the Number two, you need to then in some way bring the child through fire. We'll explain exactly what that means in a bit. And number three, uh, needs to be fire specifically. It can't just be passing over some sort of item or a bridge in order to get to the molech. It needs to be through fire. Makan molech af lehalan molech. In the same way that the pasuk over here that we talked about, our primary pasuk is talking about molech. So to the pasuk that we mentioned separately where it talks about fire is a reference to molech. Okay, so that's the Gemara. Let's try to get a little bit more detailed with regards to these matters. What if a person becomes so uh, deranged, so off, off the beaten track, that he determines that I'm not only going to give my child, one child, to the Molech, I'm going to give all my children to the Molech. What's the halakha in such a circumstance? You can't, shouldn't be doing that. Patur. You're not hayav sekila. You're not hayav sekila. It's an amazing thing. Why not? Shine emar mi zaracha velo kol zaracha. And I'm sorry, I have to over here do the lehavdil. The lehavdil over here is yitzhaki bi yitzhaki kare lechazara. The derasha over there of the hachamim is bi yitzhak. It's part of yitzhak. Bi yitzhak velo kol yitzhak. And derasha from that is that Yaakov is a part of the inheritance of yitzhak, but not yeah, but not Isaf. Kibi it's haki karsosov to over here. The Pasuk says, Mizaracha from your children, from your offspring. Similar to Rasha. What's that? Ah, so now the question is, what sort of what sort of logic is this? If I gave one several issues. Number one, what's the logic? Number two, how's it possible? Once I gave one, I'm liable to death penalty. Tosafot's question on that end. But first the logic. The logic is not fully clear. I give one, I'm Hayav Sekila, I give all. I'm not Hayav Sekila. So there's a well-known Sefer HaChinuch on this matter. <coughs> Sefer HaChinuch suggests that the difference is, uh, as we mentioned in Abu Dazara on many occasions, what the mindset of the person is. If the mindset of the person, generally speaking, the way of Molech, he suggests or knew, it was as such that the ways of this Abu Dazara were give one of your children and all your other children will be blessed. You so to speak sanctifying one child, the rest are blessed. Now that's the way of the Abu Dazara. If you gave all your children to the Abu Dazara, and we'll see in just a moment. It's not clear you're killing your children over here. I know we've accepted and understand Molech is always killing. Rashi's understanding of the Gemaraz, there's no killing taking place over here. It might be dangerous, but there's no killing. But regardless, I'm sanctifying one of my children, and the rest in turn have a blessed life. Well, if I'm giving all my children, I'm, so to speak, exposing that I'm not actually a part of this system. I'm deranged. I'm off the beaten track. I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing, but I'm not going to be Hayab Sekila. It's not the way of Avodah Zarah. That's Sefer HaChinuch, if I'm not mistaken. Approach. 
What if there's only one child? It'll be the exact same halacha. You will not be hayaf for the same reason. Say for That's over here. It's calls at all. Calls at all. Even if it's one child. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's an important point for us. Uh, Tosafot asked the following question. Says Tosafot, Vim Toma, top right hand corner, Mikama Mehayevle. Says Tosafot, you told me, He'evir Kozaro Patur. I don't understand. The first child, I have five children, and Lo Aleno, I become deranged. I take one, and I take the other, and I take the other, and I take the other. I'm Hayav Sekila from the first one. So this is all just a theoretical question. The Gemara says, if you take all your children and you sanctify and you give it to the Abu Dazara, you're not going to be. Hayav. But when you gave the first one, you were Hayav. Says Tosafot, first answer of Tosafot, Had. As, as uh, Teddy just said, maybe there are circumstances you only have one child. Now it's easy to figure out. You only have one child. You're sanctified. You give one child over. You're not Hayav. No, but one second. How, that's it. You're not Hayav. That's all your children. Or you became so deranged, you said, all right, uh, boys and girls, on three. One, two, three, everybody walk three. You did it all at once. You can't distinguish. You can't say, I'm Hayav Sekilah for the first one. And, and uh, all at once. And as a result, Tosafot suggests that's the circumstance of how you did it, that you won't be Hayav Sekilah. Again, a little bit crazy with regards to the halakha. It's only if you gave one as opposed to all. But if that's the mindset, that, as I understand it is over here, that it has to do with your kavanah, it has to do with the kavanah, the shema avodah zaras, and then it makes a lot of sense. This is the way of the avodah zaras. I give one and the rest are blessed. If I gave all, so then I wasn't doing the avodah zaras. Says the Gemara Amr, Ba'ir mahu. Yashin mahu. What's that lacha if you brought a child who's blind, alternatively, a child who's sleeping? Now says Rashi, in this circumstance, you might be bringing the child through, but the child couldn't be walking on their own. They're sleeping or they're blind, so they don't have the proper directions as, as to what to do. So you're doing all the action. Is the halakha that you need to be ma'aviro, you need to, so to speak, lead them through it. And yes, if you're carrying them, that's okay, but they have to have the ability to walk through it on their own, and over here they don't. Or is it just that you're taking the child through the fire? The Gemara has no yeshuv to this question. So the Gemara is uncertain. Is it about the father doing the action or is it about the father together with some activity from the child? What about ben beno u ben bito Does it need to be specifically your child, first generation or even second generation, grandchildren? So as the Gemara, those first two questions, the suma, the yashin, we don't have an answer to. We don't, we don't have a clear explanation. Uh, and text. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I mean, a, a da, yeah, to what extent? I, I, I say, you bring me, I'm not interested. Uh, nothing happened. Right. You're saying that's like Sumen, that's like Yashin? I'm not certain it has to do with that. You're, 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 in like, you're on a higher level dot, like a dot Kinyan and a dot Misvot. Over here, it needs to be dot to walk through. It's Mishiyodeh Lidabeh, so to speak. I think you have enough in that respect. Says, I think. Says the Gemara, Tifshot Miha Hada. Says the Gemara, we can at the very least, from the Biraita, solve that last one, one of the issues we had. What was the last issue? If it's a grandchild, you have Mita for the grandchild as well. Did Tanya, 
Beraita says, Ki mizar'o natan la molech. Pasuk says, because from your offspring you gave to the molech. It's a redundant pasuk. The pasuk had already told us, make certain that you don't give from your child, and so on and so forth. And then the pasuk has like this wrap-up uh, description. You gave from your offspring to the molech. Why did the pasuk need to, in a redundant fashion, repeat that? Because on the one hand, the pasuk says explicitly, your son and your daughter. Perhaps it's specifically and only your son and your daughter. Ben beno, ben bito minai. And how do I know that your grandchild uh, from your son, your grandchild from your daughter is also a hiyuv tamud lomar betito mizar'o. That's why the pasuk says mizar'o from your offspring. From your offspring means not only first generation, but even second, third, fourth generation. Ken yirbu, you're going to be hayav sekila for any of them. The Gemara picks up on something over here, though the beraita began with one pasuk and it ended with another pasuk. The first pasuk it began with was ki mizar'o natan la molech because you gave from your offspring. And then it ended with those words, bitito mizaro. I know it's the same word, mizaro, but it's two separate pesukim. Tana patah bechi mizaro, vesalik bitito mizaro. You confuse me over here, says the Gemara. The Beraita is, I know, making a derash on that word mizaro, but it started with one pasuk of mizaro and it ended with another pasuk of mizaro. Answers the Gemara effectively, really, essentially, the first pasuk, that first pasuk, which told us, ki mizaro natan la molech, that's what taught, taught me that even ben beno and ben bito that your grandchildren you're liable for as well. So what's that second pasuk? The second pasuk which we mentioned at the end, betito mizaro, derasha aharinahu. It's a separate derasha. What's that? Zaro eni ela zaro kasher. When the pasuk would say only once from your offspring, the imagination is stam offspring means your kosher offspring, meaning it was born in a kosher fashion. It's not a mamzer. It's not a child which was born from illegal relations. Zaro zera pasul minayin. Maybe if it's a zera pasul, you say that Torah already told you get rid of that child. Don't pay attention. Maybe in a hayav sekila you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe in a hayav sekila if you took the zera pasul and you sacrificed or you brought it as a sacrificial offering to the avodah zarah. Tamud lomar betito mizarot. The fact that the pasuk mentions twice, the pasuk mentioned twice mizarot. It's telling you any of the children, any of your offspring, not only your kosher offspring. Now says the gemara. Okay, so now let's. Uh, we've been talking about this molech, and I've told you three four or five times over the course of the class, we're going to talk about what it looks like. What was actually done? Says the Gemara, let's figure that out. Two opinions. Says Rav Yehuda, the only way in which you're going to be liable is if you bring the child through in the fashion of bringing the child through. All right, you didn't help me all that much. But you tell me it needs to be in a specific fashion, a specific way. What's that? How is it that a person would bring the child through for Avodah Zarah, for Molech? Amar Abayeh, first opinion is Abayeh. Shiraga delivne b'mis'eh. It says that you would have a, a pile of uh, bricks with a fire on top of them in the middle. Excuse, yeah, the fire with bricks in the middle. Nura mehai gisa nura mehai gisa. And then you'd have a, a, a bonfire on one side and a bonfire on another side. And the child would in turn be led up this stack of bricks and then pass in between these two fires. Is the child dying by doing so? It appears as if the child is not dying by doing so. 
That's what Rashi picks up on. You'll see the next opinion as well. It doesn't appear as if the child's dying. We've always imagined when we read the Torah, I think, that Molech Ma'avir Molech or Ba'esh means you're dying, you're killing the child. Rashi says not so clear with the other opinion. Rava Amar Kemashvarta de Purya. Uh, Rava says it's it's like the jumping which was done on Purim. Children jump on Purim. I guess today children jump not only on Purim, adults as well. Yeah. Well, the bechayav on shefichut damim, maybe b'shogeg, but the circumstance over here is the point is yes, we can all agree to that. But the the question is what is the "Quote unquote proper or improper process of of, no, of sacrifice." Right. So you're saying if the child dies as well. Now, if the in other words. So you're going to be hayav sekilaf. That was the way of the sacrifice. Again, by molech, it's not the way of the sacrifice per se. So to speak, it sounds terrible, but so to speak, for Avodah Zarah, not for Shifichut Amim. If I took my, if a person took their child and just passed them through fire for Molech, well, you're not going to be liable because it needs to be in the Derech Avarah way. You're going to be liable for, for murdering, right? These are the two ways, though. So again, what, what are the two specific ways? Either they're climbing up the pile of bricks in between the fire, or alternatively, they're jumping over fire. Instead of the fire being on the sides and the top of these bricks, the fire is underneath. It's in some sort of ditch underneath, Rashi explains, and the child is to jump over it. Rashi asks, but wait a second, we learned earlier in the Gemara that there was a specific king, remember Hizkiyah, the Gemara, I know it feels like a long time ago, but just yesterday in my mind, Hizkiyah, his father Ahaz was uh, tried to sacrifice him for the Molech, if you recall, and the Gemara said that his mother had, had fixed him with this, uh, with this specific blood from this specific animal which was in the fire. It was a funny and strange circumstance, but that, that sounds as if he was supposed to die had his mother not saved. Says Rashi, clearly that wasn't Molech. Molech is not with killing. That's the way of, of sacrifice for, for according to Rashi. Rashi brings proof for his opinion. The Gemara will quote a bit just a bit. It'll say if a person sacrificed themselves to the molech, they're patur. Wait a second, they're dead. What do you mean they're patur? If sacrificing yourself to the molech, ma'avir et atzmo, means by killing yourself, you're dead already. Forget about hayav or patur. Clearly, says Rashi, the way of the molech is not by killing. Ramban Nahmani and several others disagree with Rashi. Ramban began, if I'm not mistaken, with such an approach. But the general understanding is that, um, of, I don't know, general, the general counter-understanding is that this was part of the sacrifice sacrifice, it was at the very least to endanger the child. Now, Rashid's not going to deny that there's not a dangerous facet over here. And as Mara said, if the child ends up dying, he's, you're going to be liable. But according to Rashi, according to the simple interpretation of this Gemara, it's not part of the process. Very briefly says the Gemara, Tanya Kavate de Rava. We have a Beraita which says it explicitly like Rava. We'll cut the Beraita at the beginning. Eno hayav It needs to be in a specific way of ha'avara, if you just took the child and had him baregel just walking somewhere, patur, and the, the continuation of the beraita will be important for our next conversation, but specifically what we saw from this beraita is it needs to be in a specific process, as Rashi points out, whether it's Rava or Abaye's specific process, 
It does not necessarily entail the killing of the child. It's just a specific way of the avodah to this molech. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen.